Hey guys, it's Ross from Trivia Escape Pod. Our podcat Spock has been messing around with our communications array, and it led to some pretty bad sound quality for episodes 12 through 14. We thought our guests were so darn funny that we didn't want to throw out that audio. So if you keep listening, we apologize for the sound, and we have disciplined our bad kitty. Hello. My name is Julia, and welcome to Trivia Escape Pod. Uh, we are broadcasting from the furthest reaches of space. I'm Ross White, and I'm Julia's co-host. It's November 12th, 2019, and we are rocketing across the galaxy looking for a place that we can call home. While we're doing so, we are broadcasting trivia. Uh, so we're going to be asking trivia questions in four whole rounds to test knowledge and creative thinking. There used to be an escape pod alone up in space. Baby, I compare you to an escape pod alone up in space. Ooh, the more I get of these answers, fuel in the escape pod. Now that your pod is in space, the light hits the pod up in space. Baby! <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was done, and then he was the extra not, baby. Guess me, not done yet. <laughs> that is our old friend, Doctor Spin. The song is called, unsurprisingly, "Kiss from an Escape Pod." Is is it the AI giving the kisses? That is the most tender of all of the listener-submitted theme songs. <laughs> I feel touched. I feel like that's going to be at the end of a rom-com. Yeah, that's like the, the dramatic fade-out when the guy finally gets the girl. Yeah, uh, and they're also aboard a starship. It's when the AI finally gets Dave. Oh. <laughs> It's holding out hope. I, I guess it probably is. Uh, listeners, as much as I, I hate to say it because uh, there's a single tear in my eye having listened to that Dr. Spin Insta classic, uh, we are still on the lookout for a permanent theme song. Um, but damn it, thank you, Dr. Spin, for being such a loyal... Yeah, God bless you, Dr. Spin. <laughs> uh, You're the truest. <laughs> He's a hit-making machine. I mean... Yeah, it slaps. He, he just... Gets into the Mazda, <laughs> shuts the door, <laughs> turns on, the hits the little red button on his iPhone, and he just, he goes at it. And he yep. gives everything, and that's why he is my pick for Song of the Year, the Grammy. It's going to go to Dr. Spin. <laughs> I, I want Dr. Sure Spin to be on the next, next Masked Singer season. Oh my god, can you imagine? What mask would Dr. Spin wear? Ooh, Ooh, good question. What do you think? I I think it would be a narwhal. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with an alien. I know they did an alien in season one, but I could see, like, a weird DJ alien. <laughs> I could well, that. Julia, we've been, uh, we've been in stasis for a week. We just got up. I have good news. What is your good news? I have a second arm again. <gasps> Yay! And it's... See, it, Feels like it is mostly made of flesh. Where did she get the I, flesh? I have learned not to ask because she's done some pretty weird pranks. But this time I have a fully working arm. It feels like it's mine. It has like 
it has sensation, it has motion. It's okay. Granted, I have two left hands, <laughs> so my thumbs both face in the same direction. But I don't mind. You'll never have to do that weird L trick to learn your light, rights and lefts again. I no. Wait, it's never going to work again because I, I just get the same letter with both hands. Oh, this is true. Yeah. That makes it worse, doesn't it? Yeah, and I've always struggled knowing my right from my left. <laughs> this is a problem. Um, well, I'm happy because last week Wade sent us on our merry way through space so we could finally find a space cookout. And I'm we so got happy. some cookout. They got our orders wrong, but I'm so happy. Space cookout will mess up your order. Yeah, mine had like little asteroid bits in it. They were very crunchy. Yeah, I had... Uh... I definitely had some, like, stardust all over my Cajun chicken sandwich. But a Martian milkshake. Ten out of ten. That's the good stuff. That, that, that was the good, good shit. Stuff. Yeah. It was weird that you found a tentacle in there, but hey, you know, no yeah, shame. protein. No shame. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, Julia, as much as I would like to keep talking about Space Cookout, it looks like there is something on the radar. Yeah, I see another skateboard. It's really pretty. Um, let's perform the docking maneuver. I want to see who's on that one. Yeah, I'm going to analyze the passenger manifest. All right, open in the airlock. Our guest today is a jack-of-all-trades. She's a creator and a total delight. Please welcome aboard, Mermaid. Greetings. How are y'all? Oh my gosh, hello. Hi. <laughs> Mermaid, you're here. I'm here, and I'm there. And y'all are here. Hello! <laughs> Best intro. <laughs> so, Mermaid, um, our, many of our listeners probably don't know much about you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, based on my name, I'm part woman, part fish, and I come from a planet that was once all water, but was engulfed in land, kind of opposite of most apocalyptic scenarios. So because of that, I had to be hurtled into space, and I, I feel like we're kind of both on the same quest here. I've been traveling the cosmos trying to find another water planet. Hmm. I wonder how we can possibly help you. Um, what do you think, Ross? Well, I do know with certainty that Spock and Engineer Rachel have a pool below decks. Uh, we have never been down there. We are in stasis six days a week. But uh, but our cat and our engineer are awake at all times, and our escape pod has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, hmm. uh, which I didn't realize until I did a spacewalk while we were at the space cookout. Because, you know, you eat some space cookout, and you need a spacewalk around the block <laughs> just to get that shit to settle. No, I um, prefer just a, a cookout coma. So I noticed that they have one of the, they have a pool with a translucent bottom down there, and Spock was swimming through it, which is weird. Because <laughs> uh, he is a cat, and cats don't like water. And it's also weird because the water doesn't just stay in the pool, because in zero-G, the water's just everywhere down there. So it's got to be wet below decks, but they have sealed off the bulkhead. This week. Spock's got a little cat door that he can come through. <laughs> I feel like they just have, like, a whole bat cave down there, like, full of fun gadgets. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I hear a ball pit down there sometimes. You know what? Maybe they just fill the pool with balls sometimes and water <laughs> at other times, depending on how much gravity they have mm, mm -hmm. available to them. Um, so, Mermaid, while you are hurtling through space in your escape pod, what keeps you busy? So I have been, 
just kind of finding things to keep myself busy. Uh, I, in my, in my dream world, I guess you could say, uh, we have been, uh, my, my partner and I, my boyfriend and I have been planning our homestead to uh, live a more sustainable life. And we have been creating um, like less plastic use. So I have been making and selling uh, homemade cleaning supplies. So laundry pods, dishwasher pods, toilet cleaners, because my boyfriend is human, so he uses the toilet. I, as a fish, use the bowl. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have also been making scarves for the little dwarves on Christmas Island, because it stays cold there all the time. Mm-hmm. And I have found a ton of yarn, so I've been making all these, like, Big, nice, comfy, warm scarves for all the dwarves for for Santa's workshop, and I and, and I can actually attest to the quality of those because my wife has one of your scarves. Yes, and she does. It is awesome. It's super comfortable, and she looks totally adorable in it when oh, she wears it around. It's, what color is hers? It's sort of like a, a tan color. Ooh, classy! Um, I like it. Yeah, mermaid made that. Was that two years ago around Christmas Feels time? Like it. Yeah, I think it was. Um, like it. So that was like my big surprise gift for her was <laughs> that you uh, gave to her way too early. That I gave to her way, but it was cold out, and I wanted her to have a nice scarf, and I was excited to give her the gift that you made. Oh, yeah. do you get do you get way too excited about giving presents that you want to give them early too? Because I definitely do that. I can relate. <laughs> I, you know what? Sometimes, other times, I'm like very meticulous and I plan out the sort of perfect surprise. But whenever I feel like I have got the perfect gift, when I finally give it, she's like, "Okay." <laughs> I mean, she turns into Chad from that SNL sketch where she's like, "Uh huh, okay, yeah, okay." Just so anticlimactic. Uh, and I'm like, I worked so hard on this, and she's like, "Uh huh." <laughs> And, and the thing is, like, other times I'll be like, well, this, you know, I'm not sure if this is a good gift. She's like, this is perfect. This is what I wanted. I'm like, oh, great. But when I, like, really plan, it's always a, a belly flop just in the pool of giving. Maybe she's, she's, like, secretly conditioned you to not worry about gift giving. She, It's true. She wants very little. She'd, like, she, if I'm ever like, what can I get you? She's like, don't get me anything. <laughs> and I'm like... The Grinch that I am, I would like to. But, yeah, no, so the, the scarf that you made is, is one of the best gifts that she's gotten because she really liked that one. Good. I'm glad. And I'm still making them, still selling them. So still still out there doing the things. Good, good. Well, and we'll find out a little bit more later on about what else you've been up to. But it seems like, for now, we ought to get into a little bit of trivia. So here are the rules. Mermaid, we've got a pen and paper for you. We're going to ask you some questions. Our intelligence scanners will give you points for each answer you get right. And our AI is kind of a snark fest. So if you don't have the right answer, it will still give points to answers that make us laugh because they're so wrong. We'll also be asking all the questions for a single round before we check in with you for your answers. Uh, That'll give the listeners some time to think about their answers. And then we'll check in and see how you did. So let's jump in to round one. And round one today is a general knowledge round. Mm -hmm. Number one. In the Bible, the son of Enoch lived 969 years. What was his name? The 12-year-old and he's like, you said 69. (laughs) Is it Spock? Is, is Spock secretly 969 years old? 
You know what? Like, I would not put it past him and Engineer Rachel to have some, like, terrible secret. Like, Spock is an, uh, uh, an eternal demon of some sort. Is Spock actually just that creature from Captain Marvel? Creature from Captain Like Goose, Marvel. the cat. Oh, a Flurgan. That's what it's called. I want to say a um, That wasn't right. You know what? I've seen him yawn in some unsettling ways, but no, there's never been weird tentacles. Although maybe he just put the tentacles into a milkshake. I don't know. That's where that came from. He's been hiding it. Question number two. Mermaid, I'll name a beer. You tell me what country it is imported from. And this is a five-part question. So here they are. 2A, Pilsner Urkel. And I, I hope I'm saying it the right way. It's U-R-Q-U-E-L-L. 2B, the beer is Red Stripe. 2C, Tiger. Spock really wanted me to include that. I'm pretty sure he made the AI ask that question. <laughs> 2D, Kingfisher. And 2E, Labatt. So tell us what country each of those is imported from out of all those i'm like uh-huh beer uh-huh all right number three uh this is going to be a four-part question so three a b c and d i will name three songs and you tell me the performer so three a is home haven't met you yet and feeling good three b sorry if i say any of these wrong Gummo, Cuda, and Stupid. 3C, Harmony Hall, A-Punk, and Cape Cod Quasa Quasa. And 3D, Bad Liar, Radioactive, and Thunder. Half of those didn't feel like words. Well, I think for... 2B, some of them are technically not words. Ah. Yeah. There's the kicker. <laughs> also, for uh, for 2B, Gummo, Cuda, and Stupid, they're all completely capitalized. When you, it's when you very aggressive right to see on paper. I, I saw that last week uh, Facebook changed their name to Facebook, where it's just all in caps. And pundits were like, they're rebranding. No, they're fucking not. They're still called Facebook. They're just yelling. Uh, as as though Facebook is not all just yelling anyway. They're just trying to be super assertive in this day and age. Yeah. Because, you know, American democracy needed more of Facebook's assertiveness. <laughs> Mermaid number four. Which planet comes closest to Earth in its orbit? And which other planet is the closest planet to Earth nearly 50% of the time. So it, it never gets closer than the first planet we asked about. But about half the time, that first planet is a little bit further away, but about 50% of the time we're closest to this planet. That is a very... Um, that's a twisty-turny question. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, a, a simplification might be name two planets. <laughs> <laughs> a qualifying question would yeah. be considering Pluto a planet, because in my world... I mean, come on, Pluto is a planet. Uh, well, if, if you are considering a planet in your world, I say go for it. Uh, what is the status of Pluto these days? Like Has it went, been re-elevated to planet? I, I think, think it's it just went back a, on it. I thought it was just a rock. I thought they were just like it's just a rock in space. 
I mean, that's technically what all of the planets yeah, are. Yeah, true. That's, but I didn't know they were, if they were calling it a planet anymore. I don't know if that's been updated. I think we've redacted it, and I think we're back to calling it a planet. I think so, too. Probably because so many children's classrooms, they won't have to get new mobiles. Right. <laughs> They're also now calling our sun a hot rock. Is that not that, just what a star that's, is? That's what all it is. So they're just calling. They're they've stopped calling it the sun. They're now just calling it the hot rock. I see your point. Yeah, duly noted. Um, number five. Who were the last five individuals to serve as Speaker of the House? <laughs> your face is the best reaction. To that <laughs> well, I mean, in, in fairness. Pretty much any time you think about American politicians, you have to make a face of just, like, dread. Oh, <laughs> it's it's almost mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> Every four years, you're like, oh, I'm hopeful about that person. And that, of course, dies quickly. <laughs> Number six, Mermaid. Oh, look, it's a four-part question featuring questions about mermaids. Oh, look at that. Yeah, so... Number 6A, in the Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter encountered merpeople in which lake? So that's 6A. I wish y'all could see her faces right now. <laughs> They're a treasure. 6B, in the 1984 movie Splash, Daryl Hannah starred alongside which actor? C, name the March birthstone. That was once believed to be made of mermaids' tears. And we also want you to name the other birthstone that's a colored variety of the mineral barrel. Uh, so both of these are actually colored varieties of the mineral barrel. And 6D, in which Danish city will you find a statue of the Little Mermaid? Ross, I know we're both Capricorns, but do we share a birth month? I forget if you're born in December or not. Uh, no, I'm I'm a January Capricorn. Right. Okay. Yeah, which probably means I have different planets rising or something. That's actually based on the literal hour you're born. Oh, is it? Yes, okay. it is. Um, I was just wondering. This tells you what I know about the movement, this like celestial movements and <laughs> what they tell us about our personalities. I, you're good at that. You know all that stuff. I don't know. All of it, all of it, because it's a lot to learn. Um, but I know a good chunk. I know that my alignments basically mean that I'm, like, mom as hell. That's Like, fair. I have, like, big mom energy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is how I've described you repeatedly yeah. over the years. Yeah. Um, to anyone who also knows star, star, star charts and is curious, I'm Capricorn Sun, Taurus Moon, and Cancer Rising. So the Capricorn and the Cancer together is just like i'm the ultimate parent i'm like the fun one and the serious one all in one well now that you're engaged <laughs> uh still living off that high from last week now that you're engaged like uh perhaps you'll get to use some of that big mom energy in the coming years what on on my fiance like mom him <laughs> you know he might enjoy that <laughs> who can say who can say <laughs> Mermaid, let's check in with you and see how you did in round one. So question number one. In the Bible, the son of Enoch lived 969 years. His name was not Spock. What was it? Sebastian. <laughs> a very nice name, but no, you're looking for Methuselah. What? Is that even a word? <laughs> I mean, it's a biblical name. I don't think anybody's 
dropping it as a. I'm, as gonna, a, I'm gonna name my son as that. a verb. And call, just call, decided it. Just call him Meth for short. Come here, little Meth. Hey, Meth. <laughs> His favorite show will be Breaking Bad. For yes, sure, it is so. Um, number two, uh, we named a beer. You have to tell us what country it's imported from. Two A Pilsner Urquell. Urquell. I said Germany. Uh, we are looking for Czech Republic. So very close on that one. Uh, two B Red Stripe. France. <laughs> I think I meant to put that for a different answer, but we're just going to roll with it. Just roll with it. Uh, we're looking for Jamaica. Yeah, totally. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, 2C, Tiger. China. Duh. <laughs> Actually, Singapore. Uh, you know what? It's close enough. <laughs> we're, we're on the nose. Same hemisphere. Um, 2D, Kingfisher. Uh, the UK. India. Yeah, still really close. <laughs> relationship with that one. Um, and 2E, Labat? Labat? Labat. Labat. Slovenia. Canada. <laughs> we are rocking and rolling here. Yeah, the All funny right. thing about this is, when did we meet Mermaid? When she was a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but to be fair, no one ever ordered these beers at the that bar. That is true. In fact, I don't think the bar had most of I those about, beers. Like, I think the only one I've, of those that I've heard was Red Stripe, and I think until right now, I thought that was a cigarette brand. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like it would be a cigarette brand. Number three, we named three songs you had to tell us the performer. 3A, the songs were Home, Haven't Met You Yet, and Feeling Good. The Bee Gees? There's, you see, you don't know this because you're under the age of 60. That's Michael Buble. I thought he only sang Christmas songs. I, I think Home, Haven't Met You Yet, and Feeling Good are all just Christmas songs. Oh. Yeah. I only know Haven't Met You Yet of those three. I don't know the other two. Again, because you are under the age of 60. <laughs> Why would you know Michael Buble songs as, like, a person who still goes out into the world and has fun? Are, are we, like, starting to thaw him out for the holiday season? Have we started that process? I, I'm, I feel pretty certain that we have because... As soon as November 1 hit, I started hearing Christmas music of in stores and immediately was like, this is the worst. Rah! Yeah, all the stores, even before Halloween happened, all the stores already have Christmas stuff decked out, which also meant I couldn't find half off Halloween candy in Target. Is There's like one bag of Dove chocolate and it was the saddest display I'd ever seen. I, I think we need... Worth it. <laughs> I think we need any one like presidential candidate to just step forward and say, I will put an end to like, if you're not doing well in the polls, if you're like Cory Booker or Amy Klobuchar, you should be saying, you know what? If I am the nominee for president, no Christmas music until December. You can't play it in a store. It's not legit. It's not kosher. You're just reading your Twitter. You tweeted that this week. It's Go follow Ross Wright on Twitter. I fucking hate Christmas. Sorry. Uh, 3B, the songs are Gummo, Cuda, and Stupid. Is that baby metal? That, ooh, that's great. <laughs> I wish it was baby metal. That's, awesome. That is 6 9. What? Six, Takashi 6 9. Oh, yeah. the, wait, the. His name is Takashi? Think so. You mean the narc? Yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. That's all that anyone knows him for. Yeah, I've never I've heard, heard his music in my life. Not even one note. <laughs> 3C Harmony Hall, A Punk, and Cape Cod Quasa Quasa. My Chemical Romance. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, about the furthest thing from that is Vampire Weekend. And your last three songs, Bad Liar, Radioactive, and Thunder. Okay, not to get confused with Billie Eilish, but Billiard Eyelash. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer there is Imagine Dragons. That sounds oh, like a man. store brand, Billie Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> like you went to Big Lots hoping to get Billie Eilish. <laughs> Okay, um, number four. Which planet comes closest to Earth in its orbit? And which other planet is the closest planet to Earth nearly 50% of the time? Interpret that as you will. <laughs> uh, I would say for the first part, Mars. Ooh, no, I'm sorry, that's not correct. Okay, and then the second one, just because I want to say it on a podcast. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> It's never not satisfying to say. So uh, the planet that comes closest to Earth in its orbit is Venus. But about 50% of the time, Venus is not really all that close. And the closest planet to Earth is Mercury. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Go figure. Number five. Who were the last five individuals to serve as Speaker of the House? All right. I nailed this one. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Emperor Cusco. <laughs> Ursula, <laughs> Captain Hook, Dr. Jekyll, slash Mr. Hyde. Two separate people, so I got to five. <laughs> Good qualification. <laughs> I think those were the speakers of the house on your home planet. And oh, we probably should darn. have specified we were looking for the U.S. House of Representatives. The last five, Nancy Pelosi is our current speaker. Paul Ryan, John Boehner. Uh, Pelosi was the speaker before John Boehner. Dennis Hastert and Newt Gingrich. Now, Newt Gingrich is from your planet. That sounds familiar. Because he is part man, part is, Newt. Yes. <laughs> he would have lived on well in the water worlds. <laughs> I, I Wait, bet... the water worlds? Is Kevin Costner also <laughs> on your planet? I bet Gingrich would have done well in the newly landmass water planet, because aren't Newts, like, amphibious? Oh, yeah. 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 So his species is probably, like, taking over. Also, I just sort of can't imagine... The rotund figure of Newt Gingrich swimming gracefully anywhere. <laughs> it's, it's I feel like he'd be more of a tanker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just like 50 newts in one human suit, and that's why he's oddly proportioned. Okay, that may explain his personality, too. <laughs> uh, number six, Mermaid. Uh, so 6A, in the Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter encountered people in which lake? Lake Erie. <laughs> If he traveled all the way to the U.S. <laughs> to go find some merfolk. Yes. Uh, no, we're looking for either the Great Lake or the Black Lake. Uh, 6B, in the 1984 movie Splash, Daryl Hannah starred alongside which actor? Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> for, uh, what was that movie called? Freaky Friday Part 2. Yes. Or, I guess, a prequel. Uh, no, we're looking for Tom Hanks. Um, 6C, name the March birthstone that was once believed to be made from mermaid's tears, and name the other birthstone that is also a colored variety of the mineral beryl. I would say, I wanted to say topaz? Mm, mm-mm. And then, um, aquamarine? Aquamarine, uh, aquamarine is, is the first answer. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, okay. No, that's a colored yeah, variety no, of, of beryl, yeah. so we'll give you 50 yeah. points on that. And 6D, oh, uh, in which... Oh, correct the, oh, the other sorry, one was yeah. emerald emerald 
All right, now take it. <laughs> 60, in which Danish city will you find a statue of the Little Mermaid? Copenhagen. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. All right, so uh, the AI has been giving you points, and the AI has been, uh, it's its had a little smiley face going, so it looks like it's giving you some bonus points along the way. Julia, what is the score readout telling you? For round one, Mermaid, you have 150 points so far. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Mermaid, round two today is a round that was inspired by Zoe Ruiz, uh, and I Probably should have written down her Twitter handle to point people to her. I failed to do that. Yes, maybe. Hopefully we'll throw that in the show notes. Uh, it's a bad actors round. So all of these questions have to do with uh, people who are bad actors or actors behaving badly. So every answer is Tom Cruise. So, <laughs> and that, well, that's, we don't even have to ask the questions now. That's a thousand points right there. We're good. Bye. That's so, the show, folks. Let's jump in with uh, question number one. Robert Downey Jr. made headlines back in August of 2019 when he admitted that he had been arrested for smoking weed in which famous location? Robert Downey Jr.'s lived a life, man. He's lived a life. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like he is the original actor behaving badly. He's the baddest boy in Hollywood. He's kind of an OG. Um, number two. Name the following celebrities, all of whom had DUIs in the 2000s. And this is three parts to it. So 2A. She was fired from Lost for her DUI, but she's doing okay in the Fast and Furious franchise. 2B, an act, act, I know words, actor may be a strong term for this socialite daughter of a hotel magnet who, I can't fucking talk. That'd be kind of awesome if there was a hotel that was just a giant magnet. A giant magnet. Cell phones would turn to shit. I'm sorry, this one over. Uh, 2B, actor may be a strong term for this socialite daughter of a hotel magnate who had a 2006 DUI. And 2C, he's a former Disney Channel star who moved on from blockbuster films to weird performance art. I gotta admit, I did not know that this guy had been on the Disney Channel. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm like, too old to I guess watch that's anything fair. on the Disney Channel. I am going to get that Disney Plus. I'm so excited. Yeah, that, that. launched today. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Uh, God, man, I'm so ready to watch The Mandalorian. I just want to watch every Disney movie in one place. I'm so excited for it. Mermaid question number three is a four-part question. Maybe you love Sylvester Stallone as an actor. Maybe you don't. Yeah, he was really... He was good in Rocky and in Copland. Uh, but we're going to ask you to name some movies where he turned in turd performances, where he was just... Bad, bad, bad all around. Uh, Honestly, if you know the names of these films, we will judge you for it. Uh, Yes, you'll get points, but you will be judged very harshly. (laughs) 3A, Stallone rekindles a relationship with his kid through arm wrestling. 3B, Carl Urban completely outacted Stallone years later when he played this character who says, I am the law. A lot. Like, the characters always say that. Uh, 3C. 
This movie was Stallone's way into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he was bad in it. Yeah, he had a small role. You're looking at me like, wait, what the... <laughs> Stallone I, is in the MCU? I forgot he did this role. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I assume he's going to be in the next one. And 3D, this movie launched a franchise where Stallone and like 20 other action stars all managed to act very poorly in the same movie. I think this is a pure example of this movie just being a paycheck. Oh my god, yeah, like... There's no way it was anything else. There's really not. All right, Mermaid, in number four. In 2004, Lindsay Lohan scored two leading roles. One was in a Disney teen comedy, and the other was in Mean Girls. What was the Disney movie? Oh, I hope that's on Disney+. Plus. Oh my god, I want it to be. I still remember, like, I think it was the intro line? I remember, like, a very good quote from it. I forget if it's what opened What was it. the quote? I don't know if that'll spoil what the movie might be for Mermaid. Oh, yeah, I guess we... We can have you, uh, we can have you say it in character a little bit later. Question number five, Mermaid. Miley Cyrus may not be the greatest actor, but fight me. <laughs> I love Miley Cyrus. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but as an actor, really, did you see her in Black Mirror? You know, I was about to say her Black Mirror episode was surprisingly adequate. I liked it. Great gonna... voice actor, but when you had to see her face, you were like, okay. I was going to say like golden performance for Black Mirror, and the song that was from Black Mirror, like, ended up being played, like, had radio play. It was, like, a legit song under her alias. Mm -hmm. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. But it was just a ripoff of of Nine Inch Nails, which was kind of (laughs) great. Yeah. Well, so she might not be the greatest actor, but she's got four top five hits on the Billboard Hot 100 over the past few years. Name them. Again, I just want, like, a whole book full of... Pictures of mermaids' facial reaction. Just snapshots. Yeah. (laughs) If only this was a video podcast. (laughs) Plus, like, the thing that you're doing with your tail is, like, it's super interesting. Like, she's just smacking the floor with her tail whenever... It's just, it's it's like an extra appendage. It's just, it it adds to the visual effects of my face. An extra appendage is basically the only appendage. (laughs) It's the only one. (laughs) So if you... Have poker face. Do you have poker tail as well? Like, is your tail a tell at all when you're lying? My tail is a tail. Your tail is a tail. My tail is a tail. <laughs> tell tail. A tell tail tail. <laughs> my my tail gives me away quicker than my face does. So you have a tell tail tail tell. A tall tail tell tell tell. <laughs> number <laughs> number six. The star of the last OG may not be a great actor, but he's been funny since he pre- played Brian Fellows on Saturday Night Live. Who is he? <laughs> Just to go back to the tell tell tall tall thing, um, it reminds me that I in one of my friends' contacts list. My name is just Tall Tall, and then my location of where it's from is just the sky. <laughs> so whenever I call, there's like Tall Tall from the sky calling, <laughs> and it just kills me every time. I, in fairness, I get that you're really tall. I'm I'm very tall, but sometimes I forget how tall I am until other people mention it, and until I see 
tall, tall from the sky. Well, I mean, you forget how tall you are because your fiance is six foot ten. Yes. So you feel like, oh, I'm tiny when he's around. I cannot kiss him if he is looking forward. I, he needs to, like, look down with me on my toes. Otherwise, I cannot, like, even see his face. <laughs> he's a tall man. Mermaid, let's find out your answers in round two, our bad actors round. Number one, Robert Downey Jr. made headlines back in August of 2019 when he admitted that he had been arrested for smoking weed in what famous location? Is it the Hollywood sign? Oh, that's good such a good answer. But I feel like a lot of people smoke at the Hollywood sign. I was going to say, that would be my, my go-to place mm-hmm. if I was in L.A. So Robert Downey Jr. got busted at Disneyland. What? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to know where in Disneyland. That's pretty... Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. That's a bold move. I've got to give him some, some kudos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two. Uh, we named the... Fo- or we asked you to name the following celebrities, all of whom had DUIs in the 2000s. Number two, she was fired from, or 2A, she was fired from Lost for her DUI, but she's doing okay in the Fast and Furious franchise. I forget her name, but I know that she played a cop on Lost. She did, yeah. So I put Lady Cop. Lady Cop. First name Lady, last name Cop. Yeah, that is actually the correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) We, Uh, We also would have taken Michelle Rodriguez, which is an alias she uses sometimes. But Lady Cop is her given name. Yes. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, just a stage name. Uh, number two, uh, actor may be a strong term for this socialite daughter of a hotel magnet uh, who had a 2006 DUI. Harrison. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> and 2C, he's a former Disney Channel star who moved from blockbuster films to weird performance art. The only reason I put this answer is because of the second part, the the weird performance art. I had to say Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, he's not a Disney Channel star. He's not. No. But he does weird weird performance art. He does, but so does Shia LaBeouf. Oh, <laughs> my childhood crush. Yeah, so he was on a show <laughs> called Even Stevens, Ross. The best show. See, I'll find out soon when oh. I get that sweet, sweet Disney oh, Plus. Yes. I didn't watch Even Stevens because... It was just outside of my age range where I was refusing to watch anything that wasn't a cartoon yet. I feel you So there. anytime, like, something on Digi Channel that wasn't a cartoon came on, I was like, no, I don't like it. I want to say that Even Stevens was probably my first, like, live-action child show that mm-hmm. I started to watch, and then they came out with their movie. The movie was good. The movie I was, loved the movie. Was life. I didn't know any prior contact of the show, but I loved that. Oh, movie. there was no need. <laughs> Just <laughs> straight into the into the movie. Um, yeah. So that's number two. And you want to take number three, Ross? Sure. Uh, Mermaid, tell us your thoughts on Sylvester Stallone. I can't understand a damn word he says. <laughs> he is a mumble mouth, right? <laughs> Well, uh, we want you to name these movies where he turned in turd performances. 3A. Stallone rekindles a relationship with his kid through arm wrestling. That's Arms of Love. That <laughs> should have been the name of it. It was called Over the Top. I think he should have collabed with Creed and make a movie called With Arms Wide Open. Oh, dear oh. lord. It- <laughs> Although, yes. in fairness, he was in a movie called Creed. I, I, that's why it works on so many levels. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that Creed performed at my high school once? That 
Uh, knowing that you're from Florida, that just makes sense. <laughs> like, one of the students was someone in the band's relative. I forget whose was whose in what way, but there's some kind of connection to get Creed to come play at my high school. Yeah, the, con- the connection was your high school had 50 bucks and... <laughs> <laughs> and some beer. And some beer. I'm pretty sure they did play with arms wide open too. <laughs> oh yeah, how does Creed do a show without that song? Speaking of things that you can't understand the words of. <laughs> True that. Three B. Carl Urban completely outacted Stallone years after Stallone played this character, who says, "I am the law" a lot. That is Judge Judy. <laughs> oh my god, can you just see Judge Judy in one of those helmets? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, so yes, the correct answer was Judge Dredd, uh, but that was, of oh, course, that yes. was just his yeah. stage name. Of course. His given name was Judge Judy. 3C, uh, this movie was Stallone's way into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he was bad in it. Green Lantern? No, I'm sorry. That's that DC. Is, that is not oh. in the Marvel Universe. Uh, Stallone had a smaller part in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. For like a minute. Oh, yeah. I completely was, missed that. Well, because he was turning in one of his usual performances. Oh, he didn't even sense. have any memorable. like cool makeup or anything. It was really just Sylvester Stallone there. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, we have all these cool aliens and Sylvester Stallone in blue leather. <laughs> I wonder how they like talked him into doing that role. Well, I think they said, hey, we've got this amazing character choice for you to make. And he's like, what is it? And they were like, blue leather. (laughs) (laughs) That was his whole character. That's your character. He wears blue leather. 3D, this movie launched a franchise where Stallone and like 20 other action stars all act poorly. So I actually had a joke answer for this, but now that you've repeated the question, I actually think I know the answer. Is it um, the... It's it's on the tip of my tongue. I think if I just talk it out, it's like the 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 dispendables, the 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 expendables. Yeah, there, yeah. It, is. <laughs> there it is. So wait, the dispendables was the joke answer, and the expendables was the correct answer. Well, I was gonna say the joke answer was going to be also Green Lantern. <laughs> the whole thing was just a shit show. It was so bad. So 50 points for that. Question number four. Uh, in 2004, Lindsay Lohan st- scored two leading roles. One was in a Disney teen comedy, and the other was in Mean Girls. What was the te- the teenage? What was the Disney movie? Was it Life Size? Oh, no. She was... That was when she was younger. That's so, what I thought. Yeah, she was like yeah. a child in Life Size. Good movie, though. Good Still Disney movie. Still a good movie. Um, we were looking for Confessions of a Teenage Drama <gasps> Queen. I know. I, the classic. Okay, but that soundtrack, though? Golden. Yes. Agreed. It so was great. The quote... I don't know if the movie... No, it didn't open with this, but it's in like one of the opening scenes. Like, I am a flamingo in a flock of pigeons or something yes. like that. And you thought that was going to spoil it. Yeah, because that's like one of the most telltale quotes from that movie. Fair enough. (laughs) All right, number five, Miley Cyrus may not be the greatest actor, but she's got four top five hits on the Billboard Hot 100. We wanted you to name those four songs. All right. I'm actually like low-key a kind of big Miley Cyrus fan. Good. Join me. (laughs) She's, okay, she's, she's a good singer. I've got to hand it to her. She had her crazy phase, but let's face it, we all have. Uh, so I, I've got Wrecking Ball, 
Yes. Party in the USA. Yes. I don't think this one, but Jolene? Mm, sadly, no, but she does do a good cover oh, of she Jolene. She sounds really good. Great cover. And then um, I honestly couldn't think of a fourth one, so I'm just going to pick one out of the bag here. Um, the The Hannah Montana theme song. Sadly, no. <laughs> um, so you got Wrecking Ball and Part of the USA. That's number one and number two. Uh, we Can't Stop also yep. scored a number two yes. listing. And then uh, a number four listing was The Climb. I thought about that one, but I, yeah, I don't know why I didn't put it down. So, Mermaid, I have some bad news for you. Spock okay. has come up through his cat door. Uh-oh. And he is looking at your tail... I must I, confess, I, I do smell like tuna. I, yeah, I think he's definitely thinking it's tuna time. So he may start to nibble on you very shortly. Number six in our bad actors round, the star of The Last OG may not be a great actor, but he's been funny since he played Brian Fellows on Saturday Night Live and uh, his role on 30 Rock. Who is he? Oh, um, this is another one I'm going to have to talk out because he was also in... Uh, the Longest Yard. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, Tracy Morgan. That is yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty points for you right there. And Julia, what is the AI telling us that Mermaid's score is? Uh, after round two, your score is four twenty-five. All right. Nicely done. It seems like now would be a really good time for us to take a short break. We'll try to get Mermaid in a protective casing because Spock's got his claws out and is actually holding a fork and knife right now. It's quite terrifying. It is really kind of awful. Uh, so we're, we'll get you into protect, protective custody <laughs> and we'll be right back. You get to listen to Dr. Spins newest creation while we take a short break Hooray. and uh back in a sec with more trivia escape pod there used to be an escape pod alone up in space baby i can pay you to an escape pod alone up in space Ooh, the more i get of these answers fuel in the escape pod now that your pod is in space, the light hits the pod up in space. Baby! Hello, again, we are back with more Trivia Escape Pod. If you don't subscribe to us already, why not? What are you doing with your life? Go ahead and click that button. Click that button. Click the button. Go on to Apple Podcasts and click that button. Uh, then go to Stitcher and click that button. <laughs> and then Spotify and then Google Play or and or just go to TriviaEscapePod.com. Where there's no subscribe button. If there's no subscribe button, but we still love you. Um, and tell your friends. If, if you want more friends, you can just tweet at us and we'll be your friend. That's true. Engineer Rachel is still liking every tweet <laughs> sent to the pod. It's very kind of so her. every time you subscribe or you refer your friend to subscribe or you just talk about us and say hey these guys are cool because i think we're cool um you're helping us to ensure that we can continue to bring you great podcast episodes and hilarity friends don't let friends not listen to trivia escape pod yes facts yeah mermaid hi so <laughs> hi while we were on break we whipped up a little polycarbon 
uh, tank, so you are luxuriating in some room temperature water. Yes. That that tail has, you know what, in the water it has kind of like a, a nice green sheen on like your scales. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're sort of like one of the Cullens in that you sparkle. <laughs> awesome. I love the comparison. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like the Cullens in any other meaningful way. So this Just is, the beautiful way. This isn't a trivia question for this, but I've used it in a previous live session. Um, did you know that if you splice the entire Twilight movie franchise together, you get a total of 26 awkward minutes of silence? There's just 26 minutes of pure silence and staring. Is, it, you, is that cumulative or just... Across all the movies, yes. I have seen other Kristen Stewart films, and quite frankly, I would be thrilled if she was just silent for 26 all minutes. Of, and, and it, For all of them. Yeah, <laughs> for the whole thing. Not a fan, I take it. Oh I don't know. Her, her performance in Zathura, which a, a lot of... It's, a, it's an underrated movie. Okay, it's, I haven't seen that. She one. was in Zathura? Uh, I think that's the name, but it's basically like the space version of uh, Jumanji. Huh. I, what I'm wondering is how our AI spit out an entire bad actor's round and Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson were not in it. Robert, Robert Pattinson is a good actor. It was just Twilight that he sucked in. Nor was any of the answers Tom Cruise. I was that's very true. disappointed. Also true. Yeah. Although I, I have to confess. I like some Tom Cruise movies a lot. Get out. No, it's true. I have been watching Oblivion, that one with him and Morgan Freeman, like kind of obsessively recently. I've watched it four times in the last month. Are you okay? I just really, I like that movie a lot. But that's because it has Morgan Freeman in it. Like anything Morgan Freeman touches, he's like Titus. Right. It's just, it's it's great. It's, It's true. Speaking of movies, guess what? It's time for a movie round. Hooray! What's going to happen? <laughs> that was the cutest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is a change a letter movie round. And because, Mermaid, you were bartending at so many of the Linda's live shows, you know how this works. Yes. Our AI has taken a film title, changed one letter, and then written a new plot. We're going to read the plot. You have to tell us the name of the AI's movie. The plot may have some things in common with the movie that uh, where it took the title from. So we're not even going to give you an example. We are just going to jump right into these bad boys. Or, or dive right in. Oh, uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Here is your first plot to a movie. Tell us the title of the AI's movie. An undercover cop and a mole in the police attempt to cancel each other's visas while infiltrating an Irish gang in South Boston. I just like the sound of an Irish gang in South Boston. Like, that just sounds very, like... Like South Boston? Yeah. 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 It's very appropriate. Number two. In 1862, a man returns to the Manhattan seeking revenge against Bill the Butcher, his father's killer, who plays a large Southeast Asian musical percussion instrument. Yeah, this is to the uh, this is the Five Points area of Manhattan where he goes looking for his father's killer, right? Yeah, I just says the Manhattan. <laughs> 
Why does it say the Manhattan? I don't know. It was really odd. I didn't know if that meant it was a specific place called the Manhattan. Yeah, well, no, I think uh, most New York City residents refer to it as the Manhattan. I don't know. I thought maybe it was like a hotel called the Manhattan. No, it, t- it totally, the AI's, <laughs> the AI's clue says the Manhattan. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> number three, a committed dancer looks very, very, very carefully as she struggles to maintain her sanity after winning the lead role in a production of Tchaikovsky's ballet. It's me. I am the ballet dancer. Uh, Number four. Mark Zuckerberg develops a web app where people can compare cashews and almonds. How do you say pecan, Ross? Pecan. Pecan? Yeah. I think I say pecan. I'm one of those people. I say pecan, but I'm from South Florida, which is really just the Northeast relocated in the South. I'm looking at this clue and I noticed that the AI wrote Mark Zuckerberg develops a web app, but then the rest of the clue is entirely in capital letters now. (laughs) Again, Facebook being assertive. (laughs) Number five, a sarcastic pregnant teenager explores a trash heap. I'm the trash heap. <laughs> Cuckoo, <ca-choo. laughs> Well, I mean, in fairness, we had a trash heap on as a guest about two weeks ago. We and went he over was to his escape pod. <laughs> uh, number six: Two cowboys engage in a forbidden and secretive relationship, and then rob a financial institution at high altitude. I can't quit this movie. What do you mean? Uh, I mean nothing by it. Number seven, mermaid. Selfish yuppie Charlie Babbitt's father left a fortune to his savant brother Raymond and a pittance to Charlie. They travel cross-country to see the remains of old civilizations. Speaking of Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight. A depressed uncle is asked to take care of his teenage nephew after the boy's father dies and feeds him a spherical green seed that is eaten as a vegetable. Boy, this one's really reaching. That's something. Uh, oh, wow. Um, but in fairness, you know, I think a number of these, the original films, not our AI's derivative screenplays, but the original films, I think a lot of these were nominated for the Oscar for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. A good number of them. Number nine, in 2002, an artistically inclined 17-year-old girl comes of age in Sacramento, California by imitating Shakespeare. That one's me. <laughs> I love Shakespeare in high school. I think Shakespeare is like the best class I took. Yeah, but if this movie had taken place in Florida, it would have been a whole different movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. Granted. Definitely granted. I never think Florida's weird until I tell stories about Florida and people are like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, there, there's pretty much a whole meme dedicated to exactly that I phenomenon. literally made a Reddit account just so I could follow Florida Man. 
Have you ever done that thing where you Google your birthday and then Florida Man and it shows you the Florida Man article that came out on your birthday? Yup. <laughs> Mine's like a man sets fire to house because he thought vampires were in it or something like that. <laughs> uh, lastly, mermaid number 10. A hiker gets his arm caught in a climbing accident, so he goes to a bar for a tremendous number of beers. Tremendous number. Did I say <laughs> <laughs> I like that better though. Like I would, I, I would feel like, like that to could be, be a word. That could be a word. I you, could buy that. You could have tremendous or tremendous. <laughs> that would be awesome. What is wrong with me? No, that would be great. I love that. Tremendous. I love that. <laughs> the show notes are just gonna say we have a tremendous good time. <laughs> have a tremendous good time on this <laughs> podcast mermaid it is time to find out if you know the names of these movies that were written by our artificial intelligence on board the pod number one an undercover cop and a mole in the police attempt to cancel each other's visas while infiltrating an irish gang in south boston i have the original movie <laughs> That's the case for a lot of these. All right, so uh, what do you think the original was? The Departed. Yeah, you're so. I'm so close. So the Departed. The Departed. Yeah, there you go. Departed. Yeah. All right, number two. In 1862, a man returns to the Manhattan. That's what we call it. <laughs> the Manhattan, <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> Seeking revenge against Bill the Butcher, his father's killer who plays a large Southeast Asian musical percussion instrument. So this is the true story, not the Disney version of The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> is King Triton Bill the Butcher? Or did, was he killed by Bill the Butcher? He was killed by Bill the Butcher. Ooh. Yeah. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sad Terry Crews isn't playing Triton in the new remake, because I know he wanted to. Oh, he'd have been awesome. Terry Crews has been a great pick for that. I'm sad it's not. Mm. Um, So the correct movie there was Gongs of New York. Oh. Okay. I see. (laughs) (laughs) You get it. Uh, Number three. A committed dancer looks very, very carefully as she struggles to maintain her sanity after winning the lead role in a production of Tchaikovsky's Ballet. Same thing as number one. I have the original. The original, I think, is Black Swan. Yeah, so she looks very, she very looks... carefully. The... <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this one lost me. Yeah, this is Black Scan. I would have never gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Mark Zuckerberg develops a web app where people can compare... Cashews and almonds. Social network. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> All right. Uh, number five. A sarcastic pregnant teen explores a trash heap. I want to say June, just because trash really sucks in the, in the month of June. You have the right movie. <laughs> I do, Juno. But I, it's the I can't focus on the letters. It's junk. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I feel 
feel so... <laughs> yeah, sometimes you forget that you can also, like, swap a consonant for a vowel. Yeah, I keep wanting to keep, like, the same sound. Yeah. It's hard, man. Number six, two cowboys engage in a forbidden and secretive relationship, then rob a financial institution at high altitude. I want to say break back mountain, because they break in. Is that mm. too far? That's too far. For uh, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, the correct answer was broke bank mountain. Oh. So close. <laughs> Uh, number seven, selfish yuppie Charlie Babbitt's father left a fortune to his savant brother Raymond and a pittance to Charlie. They travel cross-country to see the remains of old civilizations. Ruin, man. Yes. That is correct. Number eight, a depressed uncle is asked to take care of his teenage nephew after the boy's father dies and feeds him a spherical green seed that is eaten as a vegetable. I totally have this one. It's James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> <laughs> Not even changing anything, it's just James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, that's just it. <laughs> Only the peach have, is green. If you yes. have a green spherical peach, return it. <laughs> the correct answer was Manchester by the Pea. Oh. <laughs> also never even would have thought of the original movie. <laughs> uh, number nine in 2002 an artistically inclined 17 year old girl comes of age in Sacramento, California by imitating Shakespeare does that mean her puberty was triggered by imitating Shakespeare she comes of age in California by imitating Shakespeare um, <laughs> you know what we'll leave that to viewers of this <laughs> fine film to determine once the, this movie gets made Mermaid, what's the title? Is that Lady Bard? That's Correct. Lady Bard, yeah. Number 10, a hiker gets his arm caught in a climbing accident. So he goes to a bar for a tremendous number of beers. <laughs> uh, 127 pours? Correct. Correct. Yes. All right. And I will forever love that question because it gave us the word tremendous. <laughs> I love that word. I want to use that all That's the time. Also, yeah. I, I have never seen this movie. So I had an incorrect assumption of what happens. Does he cut his arm off or does he chew his arm You're off? You're going to have to watch. You will have to. You're going to have to watch. Watch it for your he, own self. We're not going to tell you. He chews it, right? I just want to say, as someone who recently lost an arm, <laughs> I think this movie is a very inadequate representation. Uh, he seemed tortured by the whole thing he seemed to be in pain the whole time i was able to complete a podcast while bleeding profusely and the arm was just dangling my arm did fall off at the end of that podcast and i did not complain for 127 hours i would just chalk it up to hollywood magic you were also unconscious and then in stasis yeah that's okay true but <laughs> i still didn't complain <laughs> it's still just hollywood magic it, they just dramatize. Dramatize. They, they make it dramatize. Dramatize. <laughs> they tremendously they tra dramatized. <laughs> We're good at the English language. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, what is Mermaid's score? After round three and after destroying my microphone, we have 725 points. All right, Mermaid. We've got time for one more question, but it's a question that's got ten answers. This, I think this one's tough. 
uh, we want you to name the last 10 artists who were awarded the Grammy Award for Song of the Year. So you don't actually have to know the name of the song. Uh, we just want the last 10 artists who got that Grammy. And this is Song of the Year, which is different from Album or uh, Record of the Year for reasons. Just for reasons. Um, but yeah, we're going to give you a little time to think about this. Uh, Julia. Yes. Your favorite song of the last 10 years. Oh, man. Um, I was going to say Walking on Sunshine, but that's older than a decade, that, isn't it? That maybe a little. Just bit. a little dated. Just, yeah. Um, out of nostalgia, I really dig uh, Rhythm of Love by the Plain White Tees. All right, yeah. But as of what I listened to recently, I love Jukebox the Ghost and AJR and Julia Noons and Julian Moon. I have heard of exactly one of those. Which one? Uh, Julia Moon. Ah, yeah. yes. I love her. She's great. Yeah. Um, the Grammys find ways to fuck it up, though. Like, no matter what people like, I feel like the Grammys are like, we'll vote for the other thing. I I don't really pay attention to award shows. People can like what they like. Who cares if there's an award attached to it? That's a, that's a very egalitarian response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if there's no award attached to it, how will we know that we're supposed to spend our money on it? You don't. You just don't spend your money, or you just do what you like. <laughs> Honestly, that's true. Like, how is anyone making money on music these days? Mm. How does anyone make money on podcasts? By getting subscribers. Hit that button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mermaid. It's time to find out your answers to the top ten question. We wanted you to name the last ten artists to be awarded the Grammy Award for Song of the Year. And, yeah, go ahead and... Uh... Give it a shot. Uh, we'll start off with Katy Perry. Katy Perry did not win a Grammy for Song of the Year. Yeah, oddly enough. But you still got nine guesses left. You're going to get 100 points for each one you get correct here. Okay. Uh, Ariana Grande? Mm, no, no, don't think so. Yeah. Hmm. Of course, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> uh, I, have to, I have to mention her. Sadly, no. No. My right. heart breaks. This one I know for a fact is not the right answer, but they are. I'm about to tell all myself that they are my favorite band. So if I don't include them, it's like a tear in my heart. So it's Creed. She's about to say Creed. <laughs> uh, 21 Pilots. Mm, also, sadly, <laughs> yeah, now. No, they're not going to be on there. Good choice, though. Good uh, choice. Uh, two Chains. Uh, nope. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Nope. Eminem. Nope. <laughs> Rihanna? Surprisingly, no. Yeah. Huh. Uh, just because he casted such a wide cast, such a wide net, uh, DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> he was in yes, literally he, every song. He won every year. They actually all 10 answers. answers. That's just all 10 answers. They need DJ a Grammy for best song in which the artist says his own name at the beginning of the song. So the DJ Khaled <laughs> and, and Jason, Jason Derulo. Derulo. Can just battle it out. Really. They just fight to the death. <laughs> and Kanye'll do that sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, surprisingly enough, I was going to say Jason Derulo. 
So here are the <laughs> last 10 Grammy Awards for Song of the Year. Uh, this year's was Childish Gambino for This Is America. Last year was Bruno Mars for That's What I Like. Uh, in really? 2017, Adele won for Hello. She also won in 2012 for Rollin' in the Deep. Oh, damn. In 2016, it was Ed Sheeran for Thinking Out Loud. 2015, Sam Smith, Stay With Me. 2014 was Lord. The song was Royals. 2013 was Fun featuring Janelle Monet. We Are Young. 2011 was Lady Antebellum, Need You Now. 2010, this is one of the rare cases where the Grammys got it right. Beyonce, the <laughs> oh. single ladies, put a ring Sweet. on it. And 2009, Coldplay, Viva La Vida. So those were the last 10. Uh, and just in case you cared, Amy Winehouse for Rehab in 2008 and the Dixie Chicks for Ready to Make Nice in 2007. That's as far back as we're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> there are some surprising ones on there. Like, I know some of them are really popular, but I wouldn't have guessed Need You Now was award-worthy. Like I said, the Grammys will almost always pick stuff that just... Oh, wow. Uh, Spock, Spock just came at that plexiglass case. I mean, <laughs> I, I think our listeners probably heard him bounce off of your case. He's, Mermaid, was that terrifying? It was, you know, I'm still a little shaken up. Um, I, I think... Uh, he came oh, at man. you hard. Whew, we may have to, uh, I may have to keep searching for different, uh, uh, different people to hang out with <laughs> after this. <laughs> the weird thing is, uh... It's okay, we can be pen pals. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just throw the letters out via Jack's pod and hope someday you'll get them floating <laughs> like in a, space. Like a letter in a bottle. Yeah. Are you exactly. guys noticing that he is trying to start a chainsaw? <laughs> I don't think there's gas in that, buddy, just, but he's, he's trying. Did, he's trying to power with kitty litter. Did engineer Rachel, like, put opposable thumbs on him for the... I bet she did. Don't give her that idea. She, oh, God. She actually may have, because he is, he is holding the starter on the chainsaw and yanking it back. I mean, this is not a very cat-like activity. <laughs> uh, so, you know what, Julia? We probably need to help Mermaid get off this pod soon. Uh, what was her final score today? Uh, Mermaid, your final score of the night is 725. Alright. <laughs> As always, all of our questions were provided by our AI supercomputer, so if you think it made a mistake, or if you just think it wrote shitty questions this week... <laughs> you don't us, like the Manhattan? <laughs> shoot us an email at TriviaEscapePod at gmail.com, or give us a shout on Twitter at TriviaEscapePod. If you would like to see sp pictures of Spock, you can check him out at TriviaEscapePod on Instagram. We are not going to take a picture of him with this chainsaw, because it is terrifying. He has murder in his eyes. Halloween has come and gone. We don't need any more scary stuff up in here. If you want to reach out to us, you can also ask a question that we'll pass along to one of our guests. And this is a not a trivia question, but really just uh, anything that you want to know. And this week we've got uh, one question from a listener. And uh, Mermaid, here's that question. So your question is, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food and your least favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, man. Uh, my, I mean, the star of the show has to be my favorite. It's got to be the turkey. Mm -hmm. um, fun fact, my dad does like, he does like five different turkeys for Thanksgiving, each one with a different recipe. 
And do you eat all of them in the same meal? Or is it like throughout the whole week? Or how does that work? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> we just can't, we literally will set up a room in each house and each room has a different turkey in it. <laughs> but to be fair, we like invite the entire community to our okay. Thanksgiving feast. So it's not just like for the for the family. It's it's for anyone and it's like open door policy all day long. Okay, that's cute. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um and I would say my least favorite would be um, anything with coconut in it. One, I'm just not a coconut fan. Two, coconut does not belong in the month of November I was about or to say, Thanksgiving. How often do you come across coconut Thanksgiving food? When have you come across this? There is a family recipe called, uh, in my family at least, for pig picking cake. And it is not at all what it sounds like it is full of coconut <laughs> and it is it does not belong on the thanksgiving table that's like a lie that's just a lie <laughs> it's just all lies <laughs> i'm not even sure if it's even a cake <laughs> it's just it's just a coconut it's just a coconut <laughs> with frosting a on raw it. coconut <laughs> <laughs> with the hair still on yes ross what is your uh most and least favorite thanksgiving food Fav- favorite food i like the stuffing I, the mm. turkey's fine i live for the stuffing Least favorite, uh, when I was growing up, we every year would serve on a on an old silver dish, we would serve cranberry sauce from the can, <gasps> like the thick, blubbery cylinder. I love that of, shit. I cannot handle it. Do you watch Bob's Burgers? Yes. Yes. Have you seen the Thanksgiving episode where like Bob is just like insistent on getting fresh cranberries for cranberry sauce? Yes. And the whole family is like no, we can just get it from a can. And he was like, this is not a cranberry sauce can family. I am with you, Bob. <laughs> I am with you. Yes. <laughs> I do love that episode. But also, I when I was a kid, at least, I don't know how I feel about it now as an adult. When I was a kid, I loved the can because I loved seeing the ridges from the can still in the sauce. Because like, we never chopped it up or anything. We just left it as a giant block. <laughs> oh, we, we did too. When, when <laughs> I was a kid, I actually thought the cranberry sauce... Like, that's what it looked like. I did, yeah, too. Yeah, okay, thank you. I'm not the only one. No, you're not. Julia, what about you? Favorite Thanksgiving food and least favorite? Favorite would be sweet potatoes slash yams. Uh, regardless if it's the super sugary kind full of marshmallows or if it's just a straight up baked sweet potato, I will eat it happily either way because I am a sucker for sweet things. And least favorite, I'm not a big fan of green bean casserole. Uh, it's just always too salty for my liking. And, like, if I want to eat veggies, I'll just eat the veggies. Don't lie to me and give me whatever that is. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out the lie that's being told in that whole equation. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I I don't know. I just don't like it. It's salty and it's not veggies. It's just salt. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, Mermaid, we know you want to get out of here, but before you go, I hope maybe you'll tell us about some of your new adventures that you're undertaking. Yes. Uh, So my newest adventure, in addition to all the other things I am working on, uh, is what I call Mermaid Sparkle Fairy Hair. So what I do is I install or I apply fairy hair to an individual's head, and they have glittery glowing mermaid sparkle for at least three weeks Uh, i've seen some fairy hair last up to a full year but no guarantees uh so if you are interested please go to facebook and search mermaid sparkle fairy hair and you can check out what we're getting into 
And I can attest that Mermaid herself is wearing some fairy hair right now, and it looks fantastic. Oh, thank you. That might be what Spock is attracted to in addition to mm, my very maybe. shiny iridescent tail. Yeah, he, he sees that, that little bit of glitter. Yeah, It is just very mystical, and it's subtle enough where you're like, dang. Um, but it's very tastefully whimsical. Thank you. Thank you. There's, It's an art. It's a true art. I, I can believe it. Mermaid, tell us where our listeners might be able to pick up one of your scarves this holiday season. Uh, if you want to uh, send me a direct message on Facebook, is that an old person, an old saying? Direct me- No, I didn't contact me. It, I, no, I do that for my tarot. It's so old person because okay. it's now called Facebook. Facebook, all caps. <laughs> Facebook. Um, you can you can send a message on the uh, Mermaid Sparkle Fairy Hair page because I'm also going to have a subsection for the scarves. But if you want to see them IRL and you feel like traveling to the quaint little town of Mebbin, it rhymes with heaven, <laughs> uh, you can check out my scarves in store at the lovely store of Grit and Grace right there on uh, Clay Street in downtown Mebbin. Right on. Julia, what have you got coming up? Uh, coming up, nothing super specific, still uh, working on my tarot business. So if anybody has any uh astrological mystical love finance career questions that they want to ask me go ahead and find me on instagram or facebook at tall sunflower tarot and i'll be happy to answer any questions you may have and you can catch me reading from my forthcoming book of poetry at third man records in nashville tennessee on sunday november 17th at 5 p.m Also, on Monday, December 2nd at 5.30 p.m., if you are in the Chapel Hill, North Carolina area, come check out Grammorama, which is a grammar comedy show. Uh, It's the final project for a class that I teach, and every year it's a freaking blast. We put 150 people in a room and make them watch comedy sketches about grammar, and usually they go nuts with laughter. Uh, It sounds counterintuitive when I say it out loud. But seriously, it is one of the most fun shows you're going to see this year. Mermaid, let's get you back on your pod. And uh, I noticed that uh, we brought you through an airlock, but uh, we're sending you out through a water lock where we're just going to jettison you back into some water. All right. This has been fun. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. And let's get you through. Goodbye. All right, Julia, let's head back into stasis because I think that's about all the oxygen we've got for the week. After all the slopes I had talking, I think I need sleep. Good night. Fair enough. Everybody have a tremendous week. We'll see you next week. Trivia Skate Pod. Maybe we'll pass the Manhattan. There used to be an escape pod alone up in space. Baby, I can pair you to an escape pod alone up in space. Ooh, the more I get of these answers, fuel in the escape pod. Now that your pod is in space, the light hits the pod up in space. Baby!